our series on everything dementia. Today I'm looking at ways that we can reduce overwhelm, reduce anxiety and reduce agitation. I'll be talking about some different strategies and techniques that we can use to help make sure that we as carers, as well as those people living with dementia, can use to help us in different situations. Over the years, I have spent many, many hours and many, many dollars studying ways to not only improve myself, but how I can help improve other people's lives. Everything from becoming a meditation teacher, a Reiki therapist, breathwork tutor, life coach, mentor, and so on. Of all of these things, I am going to share some of the ones with you that can quickly reduce a stressful situation, as well as some that you can incorporate into a daily routine. Of course, a daily routine will help to stop some of the agitation and anxiety that pops up regularly, but it will never eliminate completely moments of high stress or explosive stress that can be caused by random things, you know, things like uh, infection or pain, pain's a big one. So let's look at some daily routines for a more emotionally balanced day. Some of these I have mentioned in other episodes, but I think it's important to reiterate this so that it, because it's very, very important to establish that routine. Minimising clutter. So that's one of my biggest things. I get very stressed when my room or house is full of clutter. Maintaining a consistent routine and providing comfortable and safe surroundings. Using, make sure familiar objects like photographs are around so that it invokes positive memories and reduces stress because these things are familiar. Establishing a structured routine can help the individual with dementia feel more secure and reduce that anxiety by being able to predict what's coming next. Sticking to the regular meal times activity times, rest times, as it provides that sense of familiarity and reduces uncertainty. Offer sensory stimulation, sensory activities such as providing textured objects to touch, scented oils for aromatherapy or soft blankets for tactile comfort can help promote relaxation and reduce stress. Ensure the sensory experiences are gentle though and not overwhelming. I find that rather than handing a person living with dementia a soft blanket or a therapy pet, these are the battery-operated cats or dogs that purr or appear to be breathing, put them in a place that the person can see them so that they pick them up. Use these things one at a time so so that you don't have oils burning at the same time as music playing and tactile objects thrust at them. You get the picture one at a time so it's not overwhelming and not being pushed at them. It's just there as part of the environment. Engage in that gentle physical activities or purposeful movement. Encourage that low impact exercise like walking, stretching or gentle chair exercises. And they can be incorporated into games and activities like throwing a balloon backwards and forwards so it can be a fun part. Ensure the activities that are suitable for the individual's abilities and interests. For for instance, like setting a fast walking pace when they can only shuffle will certainly cause agitation. Don't get them to try and do fine motor skills like um, threading a needle or beads onto a piece of string. If they're unable to do that, will also cause agitation, anxiety and frustration. Provide social interaction. Engage the individual in activities that promote that socialisation, like reminiscing, 
group activities, spending time with a loved one. Meaningful social connections can help reduce stress and improve the emotional well-being of of a person. We all need people. (laughs) Offer reassurance and validation. People with dementia may experience confusion and frustration, which which will lead to stress. Provide that reassurance. Validate their feelings. Use calming, supportive language. Don't argue. Use therapeutic interventions. Some some individuals with dementia may benefit from therapeutic interventions like art therapy. That pet therapy, as I mentioned before, it can be real pets. Um, Reminiscence therapy. Definitely going back in time. You can also find out a lot about the history or their history, which you might not have known before. So ask lots of questions about what they used to do in the past. These activities can provide that sense of joy, relaxation and emotional expression. Provide comfort through touch. Now, to me, touch is massively important. Though some people don't like it as much. So I have friends that don't want to be hugged or are not used to a lot of physical contact. So you need to be guided by them and what they like. People, most people will let a loved one be closer to them than someone that they don't know very well. So tread gently. It is worth building up slowly. So maybe start with a gentle touch such as a hand massage or just holding a hand. This can be soothing and comfortable for individuals with dementia. But again, always ensure consent is gained and watch for any signs of discomfort. And once you see any signs, back off. Monitor your own stress levels. As a caregiver or family member, it's actually crucial to manage your own stress levels when uh, dealing with someone who's living with dementia. They will mimic you. So if you're anxious, they will become anxious. If you look like you're in a hurry to get something done, they will panic a little bit. So they because they look to you for how to react and how to behave. So if you act nice and calm and relaxed, hopefully that will transcend through to the person living with dementia. Introducing a form of meditation into your daily routine is a really good start. There are many different types of meditation, so don't be put off by the fact that you can't empty your head because the brain was meant, it was designed to think. You can't stop it thinking. But what we can do is focus on something and let the thoughts that you're thinking just happen. And by that, what I mean is when you're sitting there focusing on something like you're breathing and a thought comes in that you, you know, um, you've got a lot of ironing to do, I shouldn't be sitting here meditating. You just let that thought roll on. You don't grab it and think about it. If you do grab it and think about it, then you just think, oh, no, no, I'm meant to be breathing. So you just go back to focusing on that breathing. Once we realise that we can go back and refocus on it rather than be thinking about it, so you don't beat yourself up about it. You just think, oh, no, I've, I've realised that I'm thinking. Now I'm back to focusing and that will become much easier as you go on and keep practicing it. We can not just think about our breathing or focus on the breathing. It could be a word or a short phrase. This is called a mantra and it can be anything from sitting there going, I am, I am, and just repeating that or simple phrase like, I feel calm and happy. 
I feel calm and happy. You can think about anything and you don't say it out loud, you think it in your mind. There are guided meditations and many of those are available free on YouTube. Two of my favourite ones are a 21-day meditation by Deepak Chopra and another is a, called the Six-Phase Meditation by Vishen Lakiani. Both are definitely available on YouTube and are definitely free, so maybe start there and see if you like those. If you don't like either of those, keep trying. There's a lot of different types of meditation that are available on YouTube for free. So give it a try. It is, but it, I do it every single morning. So what you do is you find a quiet space where you won't be disturbed. I do mine as I get up in the morning, so I just sit up in bed. So you just sit comfortably. You don't need to be cross-legged in a yogi position and so anywhere comfortable. It can be sitting in a chair. As I said, I sit up in bed with my legs straight out in front of me. Close your eyes and just breathe slowly and deeply. Most meditations and relaxation techniques start off with breathing deeply and focusing on your breathing. And we have known for centuries that taking a deep breath calms us. And I have just found a technique that I have also started to use in my daily routine. And that's starting with this breathing. And I'm going to share that with you now of how to do it. It literally takes two minutes. So that's what I like most about it is that I can, and I can do part of it during the day as I, I feel I need it. <clears throat> so what we do here is we're going to be breathing in through our nose and out through our mouths. When we breathe in, we are going to do what they call belly breathing. So you can put your hand on your stomach or belly and it moves out as you breathe in so that you're filling your lungs deeper than you normally do. And this is important because I think we, we're all sort of oxygen deprived really because we, we shallow breathe all the time. We're not breathing deeply into our lungs. So by doing that belly breathing, by breathing, trying to fill your belly up with air, it brings more oxygen into your body. So that's what we're going to be doing. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. So we're doing breathing in for the same amount of seconds that we're breathing in out. So it doesn't matter if it's two, three, four, five or six or more or less, but breathe in and out at the same level. So if you're doing four seconds in, you do four seconds out. Now try and just increase it by one second. So if you're breathing in and out for four seconds, try breathing in and out for five seconds. So you're just slowing the pace down slightly. Once you've got that under control, now try not stopping at the top and bottom of the breath. So it's continuous. So keep that going. And now close your eyes and imagine a timeline on the left hand side of you going way off from now all the way back to your birth. Now this can just be a line going off into the distance as far, far as you can sort of imagine it. And it's full of little life's lumps and bumps, the good times and the bad times. Everything's there on that timeline. You don't have to think about those things, but just know that this timeline is full of your life right back to birth. Then what I'd like you to do once you've imagined that is to breathe it in quickly through your nose, sucking up that timeline into you completely and then blowing it out through your mouth. Keep that belly breathing going now into that nice rhythm. 
And now I'd like you to picture that timeline going from where you are on your right-hand side way off into the future. With everything that you're hoping for or afraid of or worrying about, it's all there on that line going as far into the distance as you can imagine. Once you have this into your mind, I'd like you to breathe in quickly, sucking it all up into that breath and then blowing it out. Now take another two, two deep belly breaths and you can now breathe, start breathing normally and open your eyes and go about your day. I love this as I feel it focuses me on the here and now and I feel great and I really hope you do too. I hope that works for you. But it's so simple and so quick that you can do it anywhere, anytime. Now, other things, don't forget, get support from others. Get others there helping you with your daily routines. Take breaks when you need. Try and engage in activities that help you relax and recharge. By managing your stress, you can better support that person that is living with dementia. And do remember that each person with dementia is unique. It's so important to observe and adapt all these strategies to your individual needs and preferences. Additionally, you can consult with health professionals or dementia specialists that can provide further guidance and support. Well, I've talked about the importance of a stable routine and mentioned some techniques to help the person living with dementia and give you as a carer a few tips and tricks on how to manage your anxiety and overwhelm. I hope you found this useful and I hope you'll tune in again next time. Bye,